even if you do decide to do whatever you're going to do online offline whatever everybody else is listening to what is being said and what to do so you can't control the masses you can't control the media you can't control what you see on social uh, media as well and what's posted and what's being told to you and people get divisive around certain issues so it tests you on way more than just one front will i reopen will i make a sale again will my clients come back it tests you far more than that because now it puts ideas into people's heads about what are now your values do you value your business more than my health do you value uh, if you're going to have you know certain vaccines or not are you going to be mandating passports it's are you going to make sure your employees have it is that going to be a law like it, it actually opens up a whole bunch of ethical and moral dilemmas that we never forecasted into our business models or ideas So right now, we are in the middle of another lockdown. Hey everyone, Vaughn here. Can you relate to that? Did you actually go through a lockdown period in your home country or city or town? It can sort of suck, right? It's the unknown. And the unknown is fearful for, I suppose, everyone. I mean, unless you're an introvert, then it's probably like the glory of the year, being able to have so much time by yourself. But as a business owner and someone who serves the community, I can definitely feel that there was a shift that took place. And I guess it was just my perception on things too, but you can definitely feel it in the air, like the energy changes, right? Like, you know, when you're driving along the road and you realize it's a Friday and you're like, oh, cool, it's a Friday. And then you sort of get that vibe from everyone that, yeah, it's a Friday, it's a weekend. And then sometimes you get that on the Monday. I mean, I get that too, but I don't really work a nine to five, never have. I've always worked for myself really and had that sort of flexibility within my business and my life to do what I want to do when I want to do it outside of serving my customers and growing my businesses and my ideas and any extra time I want to put into that. So I've always sort of been blessed to do that and something I'm t trying to teach through these lessons for you. I mean, would you like to be able to call your own shots? in the sense of work when you want and how you want to be in a position where you could maybe be a little bit more creative and express yourself. That's awesome. You know, that's why I'm doing this series. But still, even then, I can't help but feel that there's a different dynamic in the air, right? Like at certain times of the week and times of the year. Now with this lockdown, I could definitely feel it's like there's this sort of invisible weight or pressure that's just there, like it's overhanging. And I realized part of the reason was there's no end date in sight. And I think when we go through life without an aim, that's problem number one. And maybe problem number two as part of that is that if you don't have an end result you're aiming for in particular. So there's an aim like this is what I'm going to do. And then there's an end result of that aim. So by this date, I want to accomplish this thing, even if it doesn't happen, right? In most chance, most cases, it doesn't happen. I mean, how many times do you set a goal? It doesn't work, right? That's that's sort of part of the, the the package. You know, it's part of the deal, I suppose, with the universe is that you're trying things out. You're attempting things. You, you, you're failing forward. You're trying to see what's going to work. You don't know what's going to work. It's like investing. Investing isn't to make money. It's to see if you can make money. And I hope you understand the distinction there. It's an important difference to note. 
You don't know if you're going to make money when you invest. It's to see if you can, to give yourself the opportunity. And that's what we need. However, when things are too uncertain and too unknown and they tilt out of the scale way beyond our comfort zone for too long, it causes anxiety and, and, and all sorts of can trigger off depression in people. And it really does affect the mental health. Now, I'm not alone in this. I felt this way, right? Like I felt this personally going through this in our first lockdown. We just had a beautiful baby boy. He was born and one week later, as soon as we, well, as soon as we got out of the hospital, like on the seventh day, our city got into lockdown. Now that was fine then. I mean, we had to, to close our business and but we were sort of set up and prepared for that because Allison was pregnant for nine months anyway. So we were gearing towards this moment. So lockdown for us was awesome because it meant we got to spend a lot more time together as a family, building those very important bonds. And after about I think it was about three or four months we opened up our studio again and off we went. And of course, during this time, I was building and scaling my brands online anyway to get to the 100K mark. So, you know, the opportune time was right there. But then what happened? Everything sort of went back to normal for a while and we thought it was sitting pretty and then boom, another lockdown. This time around, I felt a lot more prepared because I'd seen it before. And I think that's what experience is about, right? Experience is is so important to rely upon to help you have confidence going forward into something. And it's why I'm such a big advocate for upskilling or teaching yourself new skills as you're pursuing an idea or creating content or building a business because you and I both lack certain skills. Put it this way, if you reverse engineer where you want to go, the aim, and you look back from that as to where you are today, there are skills you do not have that will get you there, right? So you need to know what those are and try to work towards that. And, you know, you'll try one thing and not like it, try another thing and not like it and find something that works for you, bang, and then you really go hard at it. And so that's helping you to navigate and the terrain of those obstacles and challenges that you face, right? So we're moving forward, we're looking for these things, and then a lockdown happens and uncertainty gets thrust upon you. But if you have house experience with it, it helps you to navigate that terrain a lot more securely, but because there's no end date inside a lot of the time, it's really hard to know where to go. Now, thankfully, we'd put ourselves into very good positions financially, but it didn't make it easier because part of the problem with building a business, particularly one that serves people, is they get into habits and routines and behaviors around the business you offer. So people sort of align their calendars and they get used to doing things with you. If you've got coaching clients, they get used to showing up on a weekly basis with you at a certain time. You interrupt that and they may get out of the habit and not come back. So there's this also other period of like, who's going to come back at the end? And you're really relying on the goodwill of all the investments you made into people before anything happens, that you've built good relationships and that you also just be real with people, right? Like you've got to, look, if you're building a brand, you're building a, a space and a name for yourself in the marketplace. You have to decide up front, are you going to be like a leader? Uh, what type of leader are you going to be? Uh, are you going to be authoritative? And authoritative being like, you know, really strong on a certain stance. Or are you going to be quite a vulnerable leader? Like you really expose who you are and what you're about, you know, re probably revealing more than most, but without looking weak. And by the way, vulnerability is not weakness, but you know, it can, you just don't want to go too far into the vulnerability every day because it doesn't lend too much confidence right to people. 
uh, you know, be very filled with certainty, you know, like you really know what you're doing, even if you make mistakes. Like there's different types of leadership. And I think it, it helps to know which type you are, but your, your clients sort of depend on that and they rely on that type of person. And they you're also relying on the goodwill and the trust that people will want to come back as well. And that is so hard to deal with. In fact, many people close their businesses in times like this because, well, financially, they're over leveraged, too many obligations. And also too, you don't know if your clients will come back and often they might go somewhere else. And that's just the reality of running anything. So there's always that inherent risk anyway, even if things are normal. But when they hit a space you cannot control, so government shuts you down and you don't control that. You don't control when it reopens. Even if you do decide to do whatever you're going to do, online, offline, whatever, everybody else is listening to what is being said and what to do. So you can't control the masses. You can't control the media. You can't control what you see on social uh, media as well and what's posted and what's being told to you. And people get divisive around certain issues. So it tests you on way more than just one front. Will I reopen? Will I make a sale again? Will my clients come back? It tests you far more than that because now it puts ideas into people's heads about what are now your values? Do you value your business more than my health? Do you value uh, if you're going to have you know certain vaccines or not? Are you going to be mandating passports? It's are you going to make sure your employees have it? Is that going to be a law? Like it, it actually opens up a whole bunch of ethical and moral dilemmas that we never forecasted into our business models or ideas. And to keep it really simple and straightforward. My fundamental reasoning and and belief, naive or not, is that everything will happen for a reason. And the people that are meant to stay with you will. The ones that aren't will fall off. And you wish them well, and that's okay. This is something I grapple with, but it's something that I believe it's something I want to live by more uh, authentically. But sometimes I also feel like telling people to just, you know, get fucked. Because they have not been real in the process because we put our heart in our sleeve in what we do a lot of the time, right? As creators, as entrepreneurs, you do a lot more than the average person in terms of giving back and people don't recognize it. Like what you put into something and it may not go anywhere is huge risk. You know, at least an artist has a painting at the end of the day. You might have a business and it just goes under and there's nothing left and you've just put three or four years of your life into it and you've got skills, sure, but there may not be anything left at the end and you might be in debt. So there's a huge unseen that people just don't respect or understand if they're not in the community. I've got you. I understand. And so that uncertainty can really get, get to all of us at some point, but we need an end in sight. And so with this end in sight that we sort of got told today, and of course, there's always going to be outs for things going back to a lockdown. I've always tried to maintain a focus towards planning for all the eventual outcomes. And really, there's only a couple, right? It's like you stay in a lockdown for an unknown period of time again and again. So what's the business model at that point? What are you investing more into? And then, okay, it ends at a certain point. Awesome. How are you going to leverage out of that to really make the most of the new opportunity? You see, here's what happens psychologically. Think of it this way. Well, what did you feel when lockdown finished, for example, if you went through it? And if you didn't, just put yourself in that position. You couldn't do anything for like six, eight, 12, 15 weeks. You were restricted to being in a certain location that you couldn't go out of. And everybody else had to do the same. And you could sometimes have no visitors to your home. And sometimes it was harsher than that in terms of conditions. 
So that happens. And then what? How do you feel at the end of that? Like there's a new sense of freedom. You just want to get into everything, right? And often you would build more community-focused things as well in relationships. Personally, I felt really ready to, to move into the next thing, but you have to plan for it, right? You've got to plan for that event you're going for. You have to plan for how you're going to leverage out of it with a slingshot, right? Like bang, catapult right into it. And that's what happened to me. Today, it was a day of thinking of one, two, three, four, five different events over six weeks coming out of lockdown that we're going to launch out there to make another five figures, right? And this is not including the online scaling. This is bread and butter work. This is like serve our current clients, demonstrate to the ones who are loyal to us, we're loyal to them, to really give back reciprocally to those who in the lowest part of sort of humanity, where we've been struggling the most, not only us as business owners, as as people who are struggling with connection and people maybe not supporting you as much, the ones that do need to be rewarded. And we're like, how do we do that? What can we do for them? How can we help them? Because they've helped us so much. And I think that type of thinking is what's going to always help you to have a sustainable business and sustainable growth, even when you go through the dips. So you have a dip, market goes down, you don't control that. You have a dip, government closes something, you can't control that. You have a dip, people start shopping more online than in your brick and mortar store. That's a dip and you have to know how to pivot. So I always see these big events as opportunities, but it's really difficult sometimes if you don't know that endpoint. So create one for yourself. Give yourself an outcome that you want to achieve in maybe the next 30 days and just steadily move towards it. You're not going to do it perfectly and that's okay. It will be imperfect action. But the main thing is having that because then you'll get like what I do and I get a, a blank notebook. And you may ask, why, why a blank notebook? I hate lines on a book. I think lines constrain your thinking. So I like moleskin books, black cover, no lines, just blank pages. And then that way, my imagination, I can write big, small, I can do one letter on one page if I want, I can format tables, I can do all my ideation on that. And do you know how much clarity that gives me? That is my certainty. Because if you don't have certainty on the inside, you will not get it from the outside. So it's today, I really want you to have a little think about that. How are you going to leverage out of the worst situation you're in to make it better for tomorrow? Because you still need your bread and butter covered. And even if you're working on several businesses at once, which some people can do, and it's what I do, one of them needs more focus than the other at any one point, depending on the project, the scale, and again, being responsive to whatever directives are going around. So you've got to look after your clients. And that is what is going to also dictate the priority. If you're selling products, well, then you've got a different type of priority, right? Depending on where you are in the, the manufacturing cycle, the selling cycle, the logistics of it all and getting things out into the marketplace, the marketing, there's often more of an intricate web for that sort of thing. But either way, it's a really good time to sit back and think, okay, are we doing things as best as we can? How are we going to help the people that have helped us the most? What are we going to do to scale and move into the next domain? And what we found was, well, number one, I think we need to reward and show a lot of love towards people who have stood by us. I think that is incalculably important. I think number two on that thought is preparing for taking advantage of that feeling of what it's like to be set free. You remember when I asked like what it feel like to get out of lockdown? It's pretty awesome. You want to get into everything? Well, that means all activities are going to be competitive. 
So if you're in a service space or in a masseuse space, you're going to be competing against all the beauticians, all the hairdressers, all of the feel-good types of services. If you are in tennis, you're going to be competing against all the other ball sports, badminton and squash, if that's still around, uh, any any sort of uh, cricket, if you're in a different, a certain country, or lacrosse. Like you're going to be competing against those all in one hit. So you need to position yourself earlier. And part of today was, okay, we know in like five weeks, things are going to change. So how are we going to position to come out of it and start educating our clients now on why that's important? You can consider it like a, a type of a launch, but it's not really a launch. It's like getting back to business and, I, and we need to make it sexy, right? So we've got to make it appealing, enjoyable. So how are we going to make it a bit more beneficial for people who have been with us? How are we going to make it more beneficial for people who are new to us? How are we going to position ourselves to stand out? So the next problems I need to solve um, is to look towards creating campaigns around those messages, right? These six events, like what does that look like when we talk to our clients, when we go back in saying, bang, new news, new updates, here we go, get people excited, get people committed. And then outside of that, I've still got the ads running on Facebook to build my lead list, but they're not doing terribly well today. So I'll, I think I've hit a bit of ad fatigue, which means I'll have to press pause and go to the next ones. And still getting leads between $2.47 or so uh, and 10 bucks is a bit too expensive. So I want to I want to figure out a little bit more on how to tweak that. So I hope you enjoyed today's message. I hope you got a little bit out of it. I want you to let me know what you're going to do as a result of this. Thank you for being here. I look forward to seeing you in the next one.